With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Watch this throw. Rolling to my left, backing up. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And, and and I'll make another throw the next it's one. It's like it came right out of heaven. I mean, it had, to, I, it like had to drop in like a butterfly with sore feet. It had to drop in like that. Like a what? Oh, Brett Favre loves football. football. Judge Goldad loves football. Declan Goff loves football. And you love football. And that's why every Monday we do comments from YouTube here on Purple Daily, sponsored by our friends at Surly Brewing and also TCL TV. Enjoy more. In fact, enjoy a Conference Championship Sunday on a TCL TV, a great viewing experience. Mm-hmm. And, of course, do it while ha- having uh, right beside you a Surly I prefer the Surly Furious, which is a great IPA, but whatever beer you enjoy, Surly Brewing has you taken care of. And Declan, we now have, I'm sure, plenty of thoughts and comments from YouTube, so why don't we get to them? Yeah, let's uh, comb through some of these comments here. If you uh, want any of your questions answered on the comments edition of YouTube, we also do Feedback Friday. We do a couple of weeks, a couple editions of this show a week on the Purple Daily channel. So comment on our YouTube page, send us some feedback on the app. Uh, we'll flag you down, and we'll uh, gladly ask answer all the questions we can. So let's start with Charlie here, Judd. Uh, Charlie says, so now that we know that the Bears have a second interview set up with Ryan Poles on Tuesday, does that in any way endanger our chances of getting him if he is our first candidate, or does it simply start a bidding war? You've seen some GMs hired. You've seen coaches hired uh, from your times as the lead Vikings beat writer. What do you make of the Bears also doing the second interview, but more, maybe more importantly, doing that second interview before the Vikings have a crack to get him the second time. I think that Poles is a smart enough guy that um, we're so far down the road here that there's no way that he would be signed up to talk to both the Bears and Vikings and just say to the Vikings after Tuesday, hey, peace out, I'm staying in Chicago. Um, I am, and I am known as Panic, as Teg Longo by our friend Patrick Royce. I am not panicked one bit. Bidding more? Absolutely. And you know what? Good for Ryan Poles. Mm-hmm. He should. So so if he is offered both jobs, you know what? Bidding more? Dude, go for it. But this whole thing of, well, he's going um, while, while Adolfa Mets is here on Tuesday, the Bears are going to be talking to Poles, and then it's going to be too late. No, no, no. This is, this is far enough down the path um, where being a finalist for both jobs, he clearly, as a smart guy, is going to want to hear what both teams say, and if both are like, you're our guy, say, all right, Vikings, all right, Bears, start the bidding at this amount. So 
I am not concerned that the Vikings are going to lose their top choice just because the Bears are going to talk to him on Tuesday. I, I think uh, if I'm Ryan Poles to speak for him here, and, and we at Purple Daily are definitely not a show that's going to fill you with a bunch of positivity and rainbows and butterflies. However, if I'm a potential GM, I'm looking at the Bears and Vikings situation, and I'm also leaving the Chiefs, who, by the way, are playing in their fourth straight AFC Championship game, have a chance to go to the Super Bowl again. And, all right, I've, I've helped. I'm, I'm Ryan Poles here, so I've, I've helped build this up. I've been a part of this championship DNA, helped restructure the offensive line, bringing in Patrick Mahomes, all this great stuff that they've helped transform, eras, um, transform the Chiefs into a Super Bowl contender. I don't think going to the Chicago Bears would be the next step on my, on my list. Now, now, maybe, maybe Poles looks at that as like, no, that's a challenge, and I want that challenge. There are people who are like that. They want, it, they want to really show that they could fix this. But if I'm Poles, I think I look at the Viking situation as much more attractive, uh, much more cohesiveness, much more of, hey, we trust you. We don't expect you're going to be a tyrant, but we trust you to make these next football decisions for us. We're not going to come in with, with, um, with, 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 Pinocchio strings on you and make you do the things that we want you to do as an ownership group. If I'm Ryan Poles, I think going to the Vikings just makes so much more sense than going to the Chicago Bears. Now, what we don't know is is this. Does Poles, the only way that Poles would probably say the Bears are super attractive is if he loves um, Fields, a quarterback. Because if you say, oh, man, they got a bright young quarterback. He's been drafted. Fields is going to be fantastic. I like him a lot. That would change it. I personally would be more excited to trade Kirk, though, and start new here and start with a guy that I can draft. Now, again, if he thinks that that Fields is a future star, that changes it. But I don't know that the general consensus around this league is that, that he is. So I think the ability to trade Kirk and, heck, strip things down and possibly not be good in 2022 but then build things up with your draft picks extremely attractive the other key question that we that's probably not getting enough attention and we don't know this is who is going to have final personnel say here because it's very common practice i'm not a huge fan of this Declan, but it's very common practice in this league for the coach at times to have that brad childress had that here when Spielman got promoted to GM in, I think it was 2012, he got that. That control, extremely important. So if they say, um, um, Ryan, we love you, you're our guy. But the final say, because of how things broke down with Rick and Mike, is going to go to the guy that is the head coach, and I'm Poles, I might be like, okay, peace out, see ya, bye. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it becomes a very important question, and a lot of teams try and keep this a secret so it's not out there but final say do i have control because if i don't i am now at the whims of a person who i might like and trust but i don't have that so i just urge i urge people to keep that in mind as a really big point is is the gm or is the coach going to have the final authority to keep guys to cut guys and to give final approval to what is the 53-man roster. That's a, that's an important question. And keep in mind, too, the Bears only have selections right now. They have no first-round pick because of the Fields trade. They have a pick in the second, third round, and then not again till the fifth. Ooh, interesting. So okay. in terms really of, quick, like they have two draft picks in the first, what, yeah, 100 selections? 
that's not hundred plus selections like that. That is now you could could you trade some stuff and get a fourth back and get another fifth or get a second yeah, third. But still, yeah. yeah, but just in terms of looking at that too, Fields might be the more lucrative uh, or more attractive, I should say, quarterback from the poll side. But Chicago faces an uphill battle here. Like this is not a gimme. This is not a plug and play. Get the right regime. I don't see Chicago just flipping a switch and being, you know, competitive right away. I like it. I agree. Keeping moving here on uh, our Purple Daily YouTube channel. Uh, Phil J says, Purple Daily men, please tell me Todd Bowles or Dan Quinn will not be the next Vikings head coach. Please let the new GM pick their own head coach. I read Bowles is a leading candidate and is going to get a second head coaching interview. I do not see what the fascination is with him. His record speaks for itself. He is not a good head coach. Dude, why, why is um, excuse me, Todd, Todd Bowles, Bowles getting such a, a run here? And and NFL Network insiders and everyone else saying he's impressing. Like what what is it about Bulls you think that is impressing the Wilfs? Okay, everybody, calm down here. Calm okay. down again. Here's what here's my here's my opinion here. Um, so the the report um on I believe it was the pregame show on Saturday or Sunday by Mark Garofolo or Mike Garofolo was that Bulls impressed. These guys are wired, Declan, through agents. Okay, so I don't think that Mike is talking to the Wills. I don't think that he's probably talking to Brzezinski or or a person who is inside the Vikings organization. I think he's talking to Bull's agent and getting feedback that he was told, hey, your guy impressed us. Also, keep in mind, this team is probably going to rifle through a bunch of of, uh, potential second interviews here now because they've been talking independently without the GM hired to the coaching candidates. So like, I don't think going back and like re re requesting Raheem Morris or Bowles or Dan Quinn is like, Oh, he's got the job. These guys talked to the, to the seven person committee independently of the GM. It's very plausible to believe, right? that when the GM is in place by Thursday or Friday, perhaps that they're then going to have to go back with that person in tow, who knows more about football and ask questions again. So the whole bowls thing, I would not get excited by. I think it is a, I think it is a manufactured, Hey, my guy did really well report that. And, and to get information, you have to, you have to give something to, agents and clients right and if you're saying todd bowles is doing well and then like the bears are like oh we love todd bowles too so i don't put a lot of stock in that and and as i said earlier today i want to hear the first time where there's a report that a guy bombed like todd bowles talked to the vikings they the vikings the vikings said he was terrible like you never hear that so um calm down the only thing that 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 note points out that i agree with completely is i hope that the new gm does not just have some say like i i think that if polls is the guy his voice should carry the most weight and so if it's like here's the four guys that that we liked and so you can hear from them i'd be like guys no 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 i'm picking the coach that concerns me but the whole thing of well quinn and bowls are knocking their socks off I think that that comes from the outside and it's not from inside the Vikings. And I, I wouldn't um, 
also fault the reporters who are floating that out because I think I feel like some people even also yeah. see like that's not going to happen. Like, why are we even talking about? It? Well, number one, if if and you know this well, once you get information and you and you have a room and an avenue to express it, you're gonna re- you're gonna report it. it it's not. They're not sure. speaking as gospel or anything. It's just that's that's how reporters are going to work. So uh, Vikings fans, yeah, I agree. I don't think they're going to hire Todd Bowles, but yeah, it's just it's 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 someone they're interviewing. I wouldn't get too freaked out. Now if they I, hire him, we can start hit that panic button, and then we can yeah, start calm criticizing. Down, calm down for now. It's fine. calm down for now, Declan. Everybody, calm down. Uh, Warrior game here says, "All right, guys, Cousins restructured already. If Zimmer was, <laughs> I can't use this word." If Zimmer uh, didn't already indicate what he wanted from him, why would Cousins have restructured again this year? So he's he's more saying, why would Kirk Cousins be open to a restructure? Do you see any situation where Kirk Cousins is agrees to a restructured contract, Judd? Mm, if he wants to stay here badly and they actually want to keep him, I think he would probably do it. Here, here's the thing. So he did it um, in 2020, right? March of 2020, he agreed to, I believe, a two-year extension on his current contract that at that time he had signed as a free agent in 2018. Um, I've heard that they approached him again about a restructure last March, and he said, no, peace out, I'm good. And so if they c- come back now, um, I guess he, I guess if, if they hit the number and it was guaranteed again, he probably would, but I'm out there. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Worst case in my opinion he stay or best case of the worst scenarios in my opinion is if he has to stay you actually swallow hard absorb that that cap hit and then he's gone mm-hmm. um but i could see i could like rick's gone now and and rick was clearly the champion in retrospect now i mean i don't think there's even a question of signing Kirk cousins so i could very easily see a scenario where Kirk's like, uh, you know what? If if I can be traded, trade me. And where uh, polls or wh- whoever gets the GM job says, yeah, good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't see an extension again. I just don't. A few more uh, reckless Kirk Cousins suggestions here. Speculation. Kyle says Pittsburgh seems to be the perfect destination for Cousins. Ben is washed. The Steelers have nothing in the pipeline, and they're picking 20th in a year with a seamless weak quarterback class. Plus, we don't play them again until 2025 when Kirk will be 37 if he still gives a crap. At this point, I'm easy. Trade Kirk for a second, and boom, our cap situation is solved. Uh, do you, th- you, you were floating the idea about the Steelers, I believe, on Mackey and Judd today, too. Do you think Pittsburgh might be the leading candidate? if a trade were to be orchestrated between the Vikings and Kirk Cousins? I think Pittsburgh is a candidate. I think Carolina is. Um, I think the Broncos, if they don't get Rodgers are. Uh, but Pittsburgh makes some sense. I guess the question there would be, would Mike Tomlin be up for Kirk? And I don't know, because I mean, Ben, who was awful, so I'm not trying to to act like, uh, like Ben's 2021 was good, Dex. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Ben was a heart and soul guy. Like he was a man's man Q- QB, right? Right. Kirk really is not. So I think that there might be some questions about could Kirk and Tomlin work in sync and work well, but it makes some sense, right? It, Carolina, because their QB position's a disaster right now. Pittsburgh, um, Denver. Now I think that Denver is going to circle back on Rogers, but I don't know, like, and that makes a lot of sense, but I don't know it's going to happen. 
this team is is well above the cap, and I have no clue what their intentions are. But if you did things right and, and extended him, the Saints, because the Saints are going to have to get, and I don't think Jameis is I think it's too difficult. going to beat their guy. Uh, but I think that that's probably a, a stretch. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if the 49ers had lost Saturday, Jimmy G was terrible. I still would have been calling them and saying, let's do something. Kirk and a draft pick for Trey Lance. The latter part of that, no. the latter part of that was true. Jimmy was terrible and, and they still and he figured was, out still a way. was. And if they lose <laughs> right. on Sunday, I, I just, I, I think the only chance that Kirk would have the only chance to be really successful would be to pair, to be paired with a coach who knows him and loves him. I, I, Kirk doesn't respond to tough love. He just doesn't. Yeah. And that's not to, to be honest. That's why I think Carolina makes the most sense because Carolina's desperate enough to do something like this. Now, I, and I, that's, rules an idiot. that's not to suggest that like the Steelers and Broncos aren't desperate enough to get a good quarterback. Cause they, they need one, especially Denver too. Denver's kind of, I think that that team that everyone is looking at, what are they going to do? Cause they look like and George Payton knows them. Yep. And they're a quarterback away, but Carolina and Matt rule yep. are idiots. And they might say, Oh, yep. we have to go. This is the guy. This is the guy. Let's go like get him. It. Let's give up a okay. bunch of stuff. I can see that being the case. I right I like now my gut from. is Carolina, but I that could change as I we like uh, navigate through these. Uh, write that down through these waters. Wednesday? I can write that down. You know what? I think you should write that down. I can write it down. I'll let it. I'll every Tuesday night, Judd. Before I get my write that downs, and you know what I do? I crack a nice surly. I had an extra citra over the weekend, but if I really want to get even crazier, I grab my surly furious. Get my predictions ready. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. In, in fact. Always, always, as I sit down for a day of prep, Declan Goff, as I sit down to prep my write-that-down predictions, do you know what's by my side? Not Stella, not Dawn, Surly Furious IPA. That's right. It is. Now, now to your point, and I agree completely, the Surly Furious lineup, the family of yes. beers, all are outstanding, okay? But you're correct. When when it's time for a ball game, when it's time to relax, Surly Furious stands clear, ladies and gentlemen. The IPA, the best beer. Check it out during the week, or guess what? Go to the liquor store on Friday. Pick yourself up that pack. Come home, and on Sunday, day wall-to-wall, National Football League games, two great games, Surly Furious by your side. A couple more comments here from Jordan and Sean, just on quarterback future, and and I think... uh, Representing a, a Vikings fans that, yeah, it's easy for us to say go get a quarterback, but at the same time, be careful what you wish for. Uh, Jordan says, guys, what if we get the next Josh Allen, Mahomes, or Herbert quote? What if I went and win the lottery? Dream on. The odds are astronomical to get one of those guys. You sooner are get hit by a Chinese satellite the same day you get rectal cancer. So a very grim outlook there from Ooh, Jordan. But, but what do you make of, hey, they're out there, right? Like, I think it's really easy. Yes, the idea is that Mahomes is at 13 and they traded up to get him. And Josh Allen's not the number one pick, but they, the Bills still got him. What do you say to basically fans that say those guys, like that's a lottery ticket. It doesn't work. And you shouldn't be just glued to that perception that you can find one. Well, one is if, if I sit down with Ryan Poles on Wednesday and he says, look, guys, getting a quarterback, forget about it. I say, Ryan, thank you very much for your time. We're done here, right? Because you can't think like that. You need to empower and have people who think like, no, hell yeah, I'll find one. The other thing is, is um, Mahomes is brilliant. I mean, that game on Sunday, Allen was great. No question about it. But I'm going to reference game one. 
I'm going to reference game one. Because game one had a very interesting QB, Matthew Stafford, who won and made some huge plays. And now fans are saying, yeah, but that was with McVay. And and if Kirk and McVay were together, they would be, well, here's the thing. Matthew Stafford is wired differently. We don't talk nearly enough about Kirk's mental weaknesses. And those are the problems. Those are, Kirk's got talent. I keep saying that. But you know what he doesn't have? He doesn't have the intestinal fortitude to make plays in crunch time. And, and would McVay or Shanahan get that from Kirk? I'm all up for seeing. But you know what I'm not? I'm not up for seeing him continue as a Viking because he's going to insist on being paid the way that he is currently. And to do that, you have to win games like Stafford won, and you have to go to conference championships. And quite frankly, in my opinion, you have to go to Super Bowls. So if you're going to just be, be like, well, you're not going to find – a QB, then close it down. Shut it down. Contract the franchise. You're done. It's my John Taffer. Shut it down. You ever watch Bar Shut Rescue? Shut it down. Shut it down. This Shut place it. is a disgrace. I love yes, it. This, my, this team is terrible. This team, this quarterback is a disgrace. They're your customers and what, Taffer, and what does Taffer hate? Mentally weak bozos. Oh, I can't stand He him. doesn't like them, right? Yes. So what I'm doing is if you want to shut it down, that's fine. I am going to continue to recycle oh. and look for and go back and look and try and find the quarterbacks that can do do this. Are you going to get Mahomes for sure? Absolutely not. Can you do better than what the Vikings are currently doing? Um, and not just from Kirk, but from Kirk's standpoint, from a GM standpoint, from a coach's, from an OC's, 1,000%. I am tired of feeling like the Vikings aren't in the club because they're not. It's ridiculous. They are a member of the National Football League. This is no different, Dex, than what we saw from the wild, when wild. people are like, Prezi and Suter aren't, you can't, you can't get rid of them, what's going to happen? And we were like, no, and fire the GMs too. And you know what happened? They did, and now it feels like they belong in the club. You watch them play, and it's not just this, they're getting their ass kicked speed-wise, and it's embarrassing. So anyway, try and join the club, as I said to Phil and you on Mackie and Judd, join the party. It's 2022, it's time to join the party. Right now, you've got players who belong at the party, but you don't have a team that does, and your style of play sure didn't. Join the party. Couple of comments here from Sean and then Steve. Sean says we actually do bet we actually do better with Cam Newton on a million dollar contract throwing picks and have a stacked and jacked defense. Forty five millions for Cousins is just stupid. True. Could anyone see True. Cousins do what either Mahomes or Allen did yesterday? Never, never in a million years. But that's sort of the money they're paying him. We'd actually do better with Cam Newton on a million dollar contract throwing picks and add that stack defense, but that's just the sort of money that they are paying him. And then Steve also says there's two routes to go in a Super Bowl berth. One, a top-five quarterback, or two, a top defense and serviceable quarterback, but choose wisely, Grasshopper, either playing the QB lottery or draft draft smart on defense. I say go the 49ers route and draft defense and stay off the QB rookie merry-go-round. The tough part, I think, that jump in here and answer Steve's question is it's so hard to build up a good defense. It takes years to do that. It took Zimmer two to three years to get it to peak. And then it all came crashing down really quickly. Now I think a lot of that was self-induced and negligence on Zimmer's part to just having a lot of belief in veteran players and also not adapting to the modern NFL. I mean, look at the bills yesterday, the number one defense in the league, right? And they got gas in the last two minutes of the game and they weren't able to get a stop either. And that just goes to show how difficult it is to to bank on the fact you can make a Super Bowl run with a number one defense and just having that as a, as a thought process. 
And finally, the Niners, that's just oh, such a well-coached team with Kyle Shanahan. D'Amico Ryans has done such a good job. They scheme appropriately with the backup quarterback. Like if you're if you're really the Vikings, the Niners should be the team that I think is more, yes, it's 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 replicable. Like it, it is to a degree, but you need the right coach, you need the right scouts, you need the right coordinators. It's still an uphill battle to have all that work for you. So and you've also here here's where I don't disagree, but here's what the Vikings need to embrace. They have offensively some great components. So, so like, why would you build out the defense? And, and I'm not saying it shouldn't be improved. It has to be. And it should be stout. It should be good. But if you're going to keep Jefferson, which you are, Dalvin Cook, Thielen perhaps, K.J. Osborne is a player, can make plays, right? Um, you, you have um, what look to be pillars at left and right tackle. The point being is, like you've got a starter set that's really good, so so it'd be much simpler as we go into the 2022-23 seasons, Declan, to say, okay, if we find a little bit more uh, um, quality inside depth on the offensive line and a quarterback, we're set. Like we're going to score a ton of points. We are going to like the Vikings right now had all of these pieces and and were. The last two years, and especially I think this past year, mismanaged horribly offensively. The play calling was brutal. It was awful. The quarterback, um, the quarterback has talent, but he is mentally weak. Um, all of those things, like if you get, and you've got to keep trying, if you get the quarterback, think about Justin Jefferson. Like it's not like um, it's not like uh, Chase is, oh, man, he is the best player, and Jefferson played uh, in college with him, and he's okay. No, Justin Jefferson, underutilized, underused at times, and I know statistically, because we always go back to, well, look at his stats. Okay, yeah, I get that. But there were times where you look at the creativity that the Niners show with their guys, right, Dex? Or that the Bengals show. Um, I guarantee you, Justin Jefferson sat there watching games Saturday, Sunday, and said, why not me? And he's exactly right. Yep. So so I the defense needs to be improved. Don't get me wrong. But if the new GM does not say, oh, my God, we've got pieces here. We, we just have to build a couple key ones. This team can be offensively phenomenal in the coming seasons. The key is, do you have the right people to find the talent there to do this right. And and the answer in recent years is you haven't, but that can be changed now. That's why I'm optimistic. Uh, last one here from Michael. He has a question specifically for you, Judd. He says, Judd, is Harrison Smith cooked or has the game just evolved beyond his strength? Is modern officiating to blame? He wants to know if Harrison Smith has fallen off a cliff. He wants to know what you think. He's not off a cliff at all yet. He is still good. He I, he's not He's not the player that he was five years back, but he's damn good. And the problem is his contract. If he can bring the contract down, he stays. Now, the only the only thing that I will say, and I am I have no idea, and I am not going to accuse the accuse Smith of this. The only thing is when the new GM and coach do a hard audit of this team, both on and off the field, there might be some guys who have saying this is at least possible. 
overstayed their welcome. Now, Smith might be in that group. He might not be. Don't know. Uh, but I would say from the things that we know for sure, Dex, the contract should come down. Uh, but he's, he, ha- he has good football left. Um, I also think the fact that the team essentially disintegrated around him defensively didn't help. Um, but if, if you had, uh, if you had to move on, I wouldn't be devastated. I'd, I'd be like, yeah, okay. It's been a great career. Probably almost certainly long-term ring of honor guy. Hell, he might be a hall of fame player. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're gonna have to look long and hard at a lot of vets because there is no way that the whole core of vets are coming back in 2022. That does it for, that for yeah. No, I I understand. I think I think Harrison Smith, I like Harrison Smith a lot, but... is a good player, but yeah, I think he's uh he's clearly fallen off a little bit. But we'll see well, what happens is, with his future. Change is good. You you are not going to ask the majority of this current team to win. Nope. I, I mean that's that's just how things are. It's it's very fair. The most important thing is that the Vikings win. You you shouldn't care if like oh man if Kirk doesn't win and. And the Vikings win. I don't like the Vikings. No, that's not how this works, Dex. Not how this works. That does it for our comments from a Drink YouTube your edition. Drink your Surleys. Get your Chill Boys. Get your Federated oh, chill, Insurance. Oh, all that boys. stuff. Chill Boys is great. Drop the weight if you want too. to. But yes, that is yeah, our comments from YouTube. If you want uh, <laughs> your question answered on a future episode of comments from YouTube, just comment on this YouTube video. Send us some feedback via the Score North app, and we will gladly get to it. For Judd Zolgad, I'm Declan Goff. We'll be talking to you later this week.